Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the UK Travel Planning Podcast. This week I have special guest Karen again, come on to join me on the podcast, who you will recognise as the voice of our introduction. So hi, Karen. Nice to that you'll be able to join us again. Hey, Tracy. Good to be back again. I love coming on. I know. It's great to talk to you. And I know um, people are listening to our episodes because, well, we just have a chat, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're good friends and we have a good matter. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you want to just introduce, well, what we're going to talk about in this episode, which I guess people already know because they'll have that on the heading, is about visiting Harry Potter Studios just outside of London. So uh, both Karen and I have been a few times, so we thought this would be a a good chance for us to have a chat a a little bit about Harry Potter Studios and our experiences and some tips that we've learned from our visits. But Karen, if you want to introduce yourself, that would be great. Yep. Hey, I'm Karen. Um, I run a website called Smart Steps to Australia, helping families make the move to Australia. And now I'm lucky enough to live close by to Tracy. So (laughs) we're sitting here in in her house now doing, uh, doing the podcast. Yeah, and I've, I go back to the UK for trips as well. And my kids absolutely love Harry Potter. So we were lucky enough last year to go to Harry Potter Studios as well. And we thought that while chatting about it, Tracy and I would just do a bit of a podcast to share a few insider tips about what it's like and, and all the best bits of it and what to do with how to plan it, how to get there and all of that kind of good stuff. Absolutely. And, and actually, um, if you want to listen to um, that episode all about Karen's trip, it's actually um, episode 37 of the podcast. So it's uh, it's Karen's trip report from a six week family adventure from Australia to the UK. So that episode is available to uh, listen to. So let's talk about Harry Potter Studios, because it comes up very often in the Facebook group, quite often because people have actually missed out on tickets. <laughs> so um, that, that's one of the things we will talk about. So where is Harry Potter Studios, I guess, is the first question. So do you want to answer that one, Karen? Yeah. Or do you want to- <laughs> <laughs> it's about 20 miles north of London, near Watford in Hertfordshire. Um, we were actually based on the south coast when we were visiting. We were in Hampshire, and so we were trying to figure out how the best way to get there was going to be. Um, so I remember picking Tracy's brains a lot and asking her a lot of questions before we, we decided to book the tickets and, and get there. So, um, yeah, in terms of how far in advance yeah. to book tickets, when we went in uh, October last year, we booked the tickets a few weeks ahead, so probably about four, six weeks ahead. Um and they were quite limited. There weren't very many slots available. So, And that was for October. And I think that's that's worth kind of stressing that really, if you're going into peak time, and we're talking really from now, April to even September, you really need to book it months ahead. I know somebody was saying this morning they were trying to book for June and they were all sold out. So it's particularly busy during the, the, the school holiday week. So that's over the July, end of July and August. Um, the June, uh, end of May, June uh, holiday in the UK is particularly busy. Weekends are really busy. So your best bet if you want to try and get the tickets is to actually book um, for during a weekday and first thing in the morning. So if you can get there earlier, because I was actually reading today that peak time at Harry Potter Studios is 4 p.m. in the afternoon, which I wouldn't have guessed, actually, but... 
that's that's what they say. It's interesting because we're going to talk a little bit later about sort of how long you need to spend looking around, and I think when you arrive yes. is really important. Yeah, for that. But we'll cover that in a few minutes. But um, yeah, we my advice is just book it as early as yeah. you can yeah. because for us. It was one of the most important parts of our trip. It like something the kids really wanted to do. Well, one of our kids is a massive Harry Potter fan and she would have got very upset if we hadn't been able yeah. to fit it in. Um, and I know that I've spoken to a few other people and, and recommended that they book and they hadn't realised just how early they needed to book and they've missed out because they weren't absolutely and it's a bit like um it's a bit like the jacobite train as well in scotland uh, which takes you over the glen the glenfinnan viaduct so aka the the um train to hogwarts that again that gets booked up months and months in advance there are some things in the uk you absolutely have to book well in advance and actually we have organized our holiday um we organized our trip to scotland around the day that we had the jacobite train booked it was that important to get that. And I know we've done itinerary consults with people and they're kind of like the only day they have absolutely set in stone are the, the day on the Jacobite, the day on Harry Potter Studios, because once you've got those tickets, you kind of can then organise everything else around it. Yeah, we, we kind of printed out a calendar sheet and, and put in the really important things into a calendar so that we knew what things were unmovable, what we had to get done, because there were certain parts of the trip and this was definitely one of them that we could not miss out on. Absolutely. So the, I guess the next question that we get asked is, should you book a tour versus self-travel? Okay, so one time that a tour is a really good idea is if you have missed out on a ticket because that is often the only way that you will get a ticket. But if you book ahead of time, you should be able to buy yourself a ticket and it's easy to get there yourself. It really is easy if you're in London because you just take a train from Euston Station to Watford Junction, which just takes about 20, 25 minutes, and then... Um, you take a free shuttle bus outside the train station. So you walk out the train station, turn left, and you'll see the Harry Potter Studios bus. Um, it's really regular. And you just, as long as you've got your ticket, you just show them. And then that's a, a free trip there and back from uh, Watford Junction Station to Harry Potter Studios, which takes around about 15 minutes. And I will also just say, because I know this, this guest asked as well, is yes, you can use your Easter card. Um, or contactless to get yourself from Euston train station to Watford Junction train station. Now, I know you you didn't do that. So we've always done that. We've always gone kind of independently and taken the bus. But I know you took the tour last year, Karen. We did. We did. So um, the tour goes from London, Victoria, to directly to the studios. Um, the reason that we decided to book the tour, although Alex, so we, we did it in a bit of a disjointed way, I booked the Harry Potter Studios tickets direct, and then I booked the bus ticket with Golden Tours right. separately um, because it worked out a little bit cheaper right. than booking the all-encompassing kind of pass. But it, it didn't work out as well as I was hoping because the bus ticket didn't quite complement the tour time ticket that I managed to book right. for entry. Right. So it kind of was a little bit disjointed, but that was okay. Um, we decided to book the tour purely because we were traveling with a group of nine of us, including five kids yeah and we thought it would just be easier to just get on a bus and go um straight there rather than hopping on and hopping off because we were originally traveling from uh, Portsmouth or from Haven it was near Portsmouth yeah um all the way to London and then we were catching the bus then all the way to the studio so we just thought it was just a bit easier and more direct and um, we'd also have luggage with us to spend a couple of days in London yeah. after it and we just thought it was going to be a lot easier but in hindsight, the 
where we waited, just tips for anyone traveling with young kids. When you, where you're waiting for the bus for the golden tours, there are no, t- no toilets right away next in the area where you're waiting. Uh, okay. So we had that as a bit of an issue with little kids. Yeah. So you needed the toilet five minutes before the bus was going to go. So oh, that no. wasn't much fun. <laughs> um, but the actual bus took a while to get there. And I just, I actually really wished we hadn't bothered with the tour right, and that we'd okay. just gone there direct off our own steam and just got the train because it would have made life so much easier we would have been much more flexible um I know we'd got little kids to kind of corral and kind of move around but it would have just been a lot easier to have not got the tour and just got the train directly and you see it would have given you a bit more flexibility for time wouldn't it I guess yeah, I think it, I think what is useful I mean that's the, I know for people who have missed out on our London and we've talked to people that they they find like booking the tour is the easier with the with the transport and the ticket it's just easier because they don't want to they don't want to think about taking the getting to Houston and then taking the train but actually it really is easy but Golden Tours are the, comp- the recommended partner with Harry Potter Studios, and we have got links to their tours in, a, in an article we've got about Harry Potter Studios, which I will share in the show notes. And obviously, if you're short on time, and we get asked this quite often as well, as like, can I combine Harry Potter Studios with something somewhere else? And there are tours that will combine a walk-in tour and the Harry Potter Studios um, and Harry Potter Studios at Oxford. So if you're really short on time and you really want to go to the studios and then you want to go to Oxford, you can take one of those tours. I guess it's kind of figuring out what works best for you. Um, but I know for us in the past, we've just found it so much easier to get there ourselves yeah. um, and do that. Or even driving. Mm. Like there's a lot of parking there as well. Yeah. And I know my husband's pretty confident driving around London in all different places. So he actually, I think we would have probably got on really well just driving there and having a full day there and, and being able yeah. to come and go as we wanted. But but the shuttle buses that you mentioned at the train station, there were so many of them. Like when we oh, arrived yeah. at Harry Potter Studios, we, there were always shuttle buses there to take people to the train station. They were coming and going all the time. So you, I was a bit worried that if you got the train that you'd be stuck at the train station. But actually, Oh, no, they're really, they're regular. really yeah. regular. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so you've got yourself to Harry Potter Studios, whichever way, whether you've taken a, um, a tour or whether you've bought your ticket and t- gone there by train. Um, so how long do you need? So this this comes up really <laughs> often. Um, and I, so I've been to Harry Potter Studios twice, once with my daughter and Doug and another, last year Doug and I went. And I can guarantee we've spent at least four hours there each time. Yeah. Oh, at least four hours. Like we, because we only booked our tickets sort of, as I say, four to six weeks ahead we found that on the time we wanted to go, we could only get in an afternoon slot, which meant really we didn't have a huge amount of time to yeah. spare. Yeah. Um, and also with us having booked the tour, we had a bus time to come back on that limited the time a little bit. And we read the website that said you need three to four hours to look around it. But if you've got anyone going in the group that really loves Harry Potter, you need longer than that. Like yeah. we could have been there yeah. for eight hours. Oh, I would have really? been happy wow. been there for that long. Yeah. Like my kids would have, because we really had to rush around quite a few bits of it and we didn't really have a lot of time to sort of sit and have a coffee in between or anything like that. It was just full on because we knew we needed quite a bit of time in the shop at the end yes. to look around yes. because kids really don't make decisions very quickly. Um, oh, well, there's so many things to choose from in that, that shop at the end the as well. was huge. <laughs> so I think we, we spent at least an hour in the shop at the end and I think we could have easily spent longer than that if we had more time. Um, so for me, if we, well, we will go back for sure. Um, I would say we'll be looking at aiming for a really full clear day and we'll be looking at booking really early morning. Yeah. Then yeah. we can leave whenever we want in the afternoon and yeah, we're not tied to the time. Yeah. So I know somebody asked, I'm actually going to throw this in because it's it, it, also about the audio tour. Actually, I'll just mention that now. So I got 
you get the option uh, when we when we arrived at the option to have the audio tour, which is about five pound twenty five, I think at time yeah at this moment in time um, for headphones. Now I did get that and I didn't use it, so I it just ended up kind of hanging around my neck. I think it was just <laughs> and I didn't use it at all. I kind of maybe used it once or twice and. Yeah, it just didn't really work. And also because Doug didn't have one, it was a bit rude if I was sending <laughs> But I thought I'd get it and try it and see. I'm not a big fan of them anyway, but I thought I'd get it. But I know you bought we them, did, didn't you? Yeah, for everybody. yeah. so all, I kind of went to buy them and thought, oh, I'll just get them for everybody. So all nine of us had them. And it was, I I really enjoyed it because I love the books and the movies. And I really enjoyed kind of going around and learning a little bit more background. But Really, we could have had one between the nine of us because within five seconds, the kids couldn't figure out what it was talking about. They they were getting mixed up between the like the buttons and yeah, the attractions yeah. that we were watching, and they within minutes they'd given all of them to us to carry, and we ended up having to carry all of these oh, no. heavy audio block things and the headphones all round with us, and it was just a bit of a pain. So, I I'm not sure you need them. I think if anyone's going to have one, maybe one. For the group, yeah, and share it. Yeah, but I don't think you need one each. I probably wouldn't get one next time. I mean, and so, mm. so I guess as well as the ticket, because the, the kind of question we've had from somebody in the Facebook group is, um, you know, what else would you could you spend your money on outside of the gift shop? Well, we will talk about other things that you can spend your money on because as you walk around, there are various things which you can talk about. But I kind of as that when you go into the lobby and um, you know show your ticket. The audio tour guide is one, and there's also a souvenir. Um, souvenir book, book guide yeah. yeah, we got one of those. I can't yeah. recall having looked at it, but we got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's part that, of the trip. Yeah, so that's about, I think that's about $9.95. So I, I didn't, we didn't buy one of those. I guess just um, kind of didn't want to carry it around. Um, what I will say is I personally find the tickets to get into the studios really good value, yeah. really inexpensive, yeah. but... Obviously, they make a lot of money on all of the extra things because as you're going around, they lure you into getting all these photos done and all this, and the kids want to buy all the photos and they can add up to oh, a yes, lot yes, at the end yes, of it. Yeah, and actually that would be, I guess, kind of we're going to talk at the end about tips, but I think one tip to consider is really to try and get set yourself a budget because there are so many things that you can be get, tempted to get. So I we didn't have any of the photos taken, but I did get a um, book with my daughter's name engraved on it at the train station shop because um, I couldn't resist that. And she's got quite an unusual name. So trying to get things with her name on isn't that easy. So I was like, okay, I'll get that for her. So that was kind of a nice surprise. But yeah, it's, it, you know, there's some, there's some amazing things to buy as well, but you do have to take that in consideration, especially with kids, because I yeah. bet kids want to do all of it. We, we did all the things. Yeah. We like riding the broomstick and all the things. We didn't buy the photos. Right. Yeah. Um, we decided we would save our money until the shop at the end yeah. because they knew very specifically that they wanted to buy different things in the shop. So um, yeah, we, we did sort of spend a little bit in the, f- the first cafe and had cake and things when we first arrived. Um, but uh, yeah, we saved all of our main money for spending in the shop and we did spend quite a lot in the shop. <laughs> <at> the <end. laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll talk about, so when you arrive at this the, at the Harry Potter studios, you go in the lobby. Um, so it's kind of useful to know if you when you arrive there. So there is a cloak room. So you can um, check in, you know, coats, bags, um, suitcases free of charge. Because that's just really useful to know, obviously, if you're traveling on, um, that you can do that. That you know, there is also space for buggies and prams um, because they try to limit the um, amount of kind of, I guess, prams and buggies that are going around at a time. I think that you can book those in when you book your ticket so that they know that however many people are traveling around with that are going to have um, prams and buggies. But you can actually check them in there. 
Um, so yes, they, they, they may check your bags before you actually go into the studio. Um, but that's just a kind of regular security thing that you'll find in lots of different places around the world and in London and the UK that you go into these days. Um, so there are toilets, which is really useful. So I guess when you arrived, yeah. it was kind of a cool of course, for the little kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And baby changing facilities as well. So that's kind of, that's good to know. So this is all before you actually go in for the tour. So that's how you arrive. So I've, I've only eaten, um, and had some drinks in the back lot cafe, but there, is, there are actually places to get food and drink when you arrive. I know you've done that, haven't you? Karen? We did that. The kids spied some cakes in the counter. So they made a stop for hot chocolate and cakes when we first arrived. So that was just a nice little break after being on the bus for a little while. Uh, that's perfect. So after that, you kind of then you walk through and start the studio tour. So it, it's useful to say as well. So if your kids have missed going to the toilet, um, that you can actually, there are toilets during the tour itself as well. Um, so, so you don't have to, to worry about them. You can find them. And then also really importantly is just food and drink as well that you can get a hot meal sandwich at the Backlot Cafe, which is kind of located about halfway through the studio tour. And actually we found every time, a couple of times we've been, that's where we've taken a break and we've had something to eat. So they have like kind of burgers and chicken nuggets and kind of that, that sort of fast food sort of pizza those sorts of uh, kind of foods are available, sandwiches as well. Um, but our favorite thing to do when we got the back lot uh, cafe is to try some butter beer. So you can get some uh, butter beer um, from the cafe. And it's basically you get a souvenir tankard as well, which costs £6.95. So I think we've got a few of those <laughs> over time. And then you can also try the ice cream, which is £4.95. So this is a time. Um, just checking on the website to make sure they were kind of relevant prices. So did you stop off in, in the Backlot Cafe, Karen? No? We didn't. Again, no. we were running shorter on time right. than we wanted to be, and the kids really wanted to try Butterbeer, but I pointed out that if we stopped, then they would have less time in the shop at the end, yeah. which they yeah. were so keen on doing. So they decided we had to just push on and carry on because, as I say, I don't think four hours was really enough or three hours, whatever it was we ended up having there yeah. was really enough to do it all and relax through it. Yeah. Um, but next time, that's something we would build into time to do. And I was kind of thinking, so when you first go in, you've got all of the like the different sets, haven't you? So you, you walk through, you've got the, the uh, hall uh, set up for um, no, I don't, great, feast, the, the great feast and everything. And then at the end, you've got kind of the, um, the, the so wearing some of the, like the, the dummies with the um, clothes on. Yes. Um, and then you can go through and you see all of the different sets, uh, which is, it's great to see. They're just, and they're set up as they were, you know, as when they filled them. So that's really good for us. You can spend hours just looking at those. Hours <laughs> and hours. <laughs> we yeah. can spend a long time. Um, and then di- diagonally is one of my favorite. That's really cool to walk down that. You get some really good photos walking yes. down uh, diagonally. So that's the um, point. There's so many photo opportunities yes. of your own as you go that you don't oh. necessarily have to buy all of the, the yes. um, visual ones that they can create yeah. for you. Like, you can do ones where the kid you, you take yourself of the kids saying up to their broom and holding their broom and kind of holding a wand and, and just kind of doing all the different things. So yeah, yeah, there's plenty of great photo opportunities and you can have a look at the night bus and yeah. go through the Dursley's kitchen. And, um, cause I was thinking after, so after, if the, the, after the backlot cafe, 
Then you've kind of got that the outdoor area. So you've got um, the Dursley's house. You've got the night bus. Um, the greenhouses. Yeah. The well, the yeah, they knew. They, oh. When we were there last year, they hadn't opened yet. So obviously oh. in June, you would have seen yes. those. And that's the thing about Harry Potter Studios because they have different themes throughout the year, but they've also got new things opening. So even if you've been before, there's new things to see when you go, which is okay. fantastic. So we didn't see the greenhouses. So I was a bit, oh, I, now you want me, I want to go this year again <laughs> to see those. So again, you can sit in the car, you can sit in the motorbiking hat, you can take your own photos. We've got plenty of photos that we've taken. You can pose by the, the Dursley's house. You can have your your um, t- photo taken at the, the, the street. I can't remember the name of the street now. It's gone Privet my- Drive. Privet Drive, of course. You can have your, your photo taken at Privet Drive. Um, you know, so there's there's lots to do and see. And then you're outside because that kind of backlog cafe, you can eat inside or you can eat outside. And it, it usually is pretty busy. I know when, when we've been there, it has been pretty busy. Um, but we always get a butter beer. We usually share one between the two of us, to be fair, because they're, they're quite expensive. What's it taste like? Um, a bit like they say, kind of butterscotch and shortbread, and I think that's probably about right. I love uh, butterscotch, so I guess that it really, it really appeals to me. I think we might have had ice cream last year as well, actually, just to to try it. But um, yeah, so and that's also a good point as well to sort of have a sit down. Yes, <laughs> so, it's a big day. It's a yes. lot of walking, and there's yeah. a lot to see, and it's exciting, and especially if you're traveling with kids that need a bit of downtime in between of it all absolutely absolutely and then um the other things i'm kind of trying to think about my personal favorite things as a walkthrough i always like seeing the, the the sets i just love seeing the sets and then uh they had last year they had the um the dragon coming into gringotts bank yes, that's, that's so exactly. well done it was absolutely amazing to see that and that was something new we hadn't seen oh really yeah um, that was really good. What about you? Have you got any personal favourites? Yeah, I loved walking. At the end, you you walk around actual Hogwarts, the, the big model of Hogwarts yes. that you walk around that they used in the filming of the movie. Like, the, just this, it's incredible to just walk around it and have a look at it. And it's amazing, isn't it? It's absolutely beautiful. And, mm. well, and you get to see that kind of the, la- the latter part of the show. You get to see all of the the costumes. You get to, so you can see the, that. The dress that um, Hermione wore at the ball, and she was tiny. She was yes. so tiny. Um, and then you know you get to see like all of the special effects, like how they did all of the the different um, kind of makeup effects um, and the models that they made. So that's what come up. My brother does that. He he's a he's actually a spray paints and makes models, not not for um, this sort for movies. He does he does. Um, uh, tanks and aeroplanes it, it, that's what he does but um so i know what goes in is involved in that um how much detail how much time it takes to make those sort of things so that's always really interesting to see as well yeah so it, it's absolutely brilliant and of course when you've got through all of that and obviously you see mm-hmm. the, the train as well and you can take the, your yes. photograph pushing the trolley at platform nine and three quarters so oh, the trolley is there so you can have a photograph taken there and then obviously you've got the train and then you, there's, there's an opportunity to sit on the actual kind of the, the Hogwarts train and have some photographs. I noticed that. And obviously there's a shop there where I bought my daughter's present. So then at the very end, you get to the big shop. Yes. And it is a big shop and you kind of need to make a plan in the big shop, <laughs> to, yes. especially if you've got kids that are all kind of very excited. And it was one of the first stops on our trip. And we'd made the mistake of sort of saying each of them could have so much spending money for the trip. 
And I think they all spent most of their spending money in that shop. There's also like a wand um, counter where you can have a look at all of the wands of all of the characters and they've got them all stacked up like wands in the background and you can kind of try out each wand and, and pick which one you want, which took quite a lot of effort. So I want one that actually if I wave the wand, it'll just take the air time i have to fly to get to the uk <laughs> or clean your house or, or clean your house yeah. would be a good one but I, for me at the moment because i'm flying to the uk um by the time this episode comes out i will be in the uk um i, I just would like to wave a magic wand and not have to fly i could just be you know in the uk so that's what i would want one for so if yes. i ever sell one like that i'll be first i'll be first in line so what did your kids buy did they so um we bought a couple of ones. Um, my daughter bought the Diadem of Ravenclaw one that had this beautiful jewel on it. So um, they didn't have every single wand in stock. Unfortunately, she really wanted Hermione's one. Oh, they yes. didn't have it, but they did tell us you could buy it online after for the same price. So there is an option if you do get home and you kind of want to order things online, there is a shop you can do that from. But the kids just picked up the ones and, and picked the one that they felt chose them yeah oh, lovely <laughs> which was the right ones yeah um and yeah they they both got ones uh one bought golden snitch um they bought gifts as well to take back to people in australia yep. at school like key rings and bridge magnets so and, like, much little bits and bobs <laughs> but yeah we were in that shop for a very long time right for like a good hour at least wow um but then obviously you've got to just kind of think about how whatever you're buying, you've got to transport home with yes, you. Yes, <laughs> so exactly. ones are in quite big boxes. So that that was kind of fun. We had to put those in our hand luggage for the journey home or like inside oh. a suitcase. It was kind of a bit bulky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we enjoyed going around the shop. and There was plenty to pick from. Like Oh, absolutely. The kids wanted robes and all kinds of things. We had to kind of bring them back down a little bit because yeah. they just wanted everything. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's, there is so much to that you can choose from and then you can choose whichever house you want to be in as well and they've got everything that goes with every house um, and they've got all the you know the different suites yes. <laughs> so you can buy all those there's just there is so much to buy and I've, I have got photos of the shop I've got photos of, of the all the way through actually because um so we've been a couple of times and last year I did take lots of photos including I think I might take a picture of in the cafe or of our butter beer anyway um, and the different the different kind of things that you see along the way. Actually, I mean the Harry Potter the website is excellent. The official website is is really good. But I thought we'd, we'd kind of end with some top tips for anybody who's planning their visit. And I think one of the important things is because this might be if you're going with a party that not everybody isn't Harry Potter, or it's been a long time since you've read the books or watch the movies, a really good thing to do before you go is, is to do that, is do your homework, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And watch the movies. Um, on the plane, a lot of the planes have all of the movies on there. So I know my kids on the way there and on the way back were working their way through all of the movies again. Because when you're looking at the outfits that people are wearing in the movies, you, you kind of want to recognise them and, and be sort of understanding what you're looking at as you're going around and remembering the different parts of the movies. So I think watching the movies is a really important one before you go. Absolutely. And I guess the the other kind of tip, and I guess we've said it as we've been talking, is really to give yourself enough time to enjoy it. You know, really do. You know, this might be somewhere that you visit only once in a lifetime. So, you know, take your time, enjoy it. There is a lot to see. There's a lot to take in. 
Um, so, you know, really just soak it in, especially Harry Potter fans. Honestly, this is, and, and I've, I have had people say that it was their highlight of the trip. They absolutely loved it. It, it was one of the highlights yeah. of our trip, actually. Yeah. And we really, really all absolutely loved it. And we went with some people who'd been twice already that lived quite nearby. And yeah. they'll continue to keep going to it because there's so oh, much to see every time. It doesn't get boring. It's, and they say so they've good. got different, they've got different themes and they've got new things opening up. So I guess the other thing is that for kids, there's plenty to do. You know, they can have, Ride on a broomstick. They can. There's a, an interactive class, I think, with um, oh, what's it call it when you put over your face? We're called those um, virtual, reality. virtual reality. You can tell I'm getting old. I have no idea. <laughs> virtual reality. Um, obviously, go out in the, the courtyard. Go on to the night bus. Get yourself and uh, have a photo at Paul Privet Drive. You know, ride on Sirius's motorbike. Have your photo taken. Sit in the car and get your. You know, have your picture taken there. You know, enjoy it. You can do all that. So it's really good. That's kind of all that interactive. You can actually kind of get involved so loads for kids i mean there it's was, absolutely there great. was extra things of, of like spotting a golden snitch in in the rooms and things like that that um the kids even the kids that didn't really know the movies got really into looking for and, and yeah. getting their passport stamped and they could kind of ask any of the staff members who were in the rooms for hints about where they should be looking and things and they just really loved doing all of that so yeah i think that's really good i remember last year we got the little book where you can you know you could find the yeah get stamps as you went around so i think that's important as well it's like you know there's lots of people there so you can the people that work in harry potter you know students they kind of they know the place they know the harry potter um stories so you know ask them if you have any questions yeah they were really good fun and they were really really good with the kids and just having a laugh with the kids and things and the kids would ask them questions and things and just also just to say i think the youngest in our group was six maybe seven, six or seven at the time. And it, even he really enjoyed running yeah. around and enjoyed it. Um, I think you can easily take younger kids if you could, they'll be entertained with yes. it anyway, yes. even if they don't understand what's going on. So I know um, that the kids that, that were a little bit older that were sort of between eight and 12 really loved it. They yeah. really got a lot out of it. And they actually all went back to school and did show and tell where they took their ones in and, and did like little PowerPoint presentations about all the best bits and what they enjoyed. So they took a lot out of it. Oh, that's really cool. So, so the kind of the last thing I'm going to say, and it's like, do not, if you want to go book it, book in advance, don't yes. leave it. Do not leave it. If you know, Harry, visiting Harry Potter Studios, one of the things that you absolutely want to do when you visit the UK, do check well ahead of time and just get it booked. Book it and do it early if yeah. you can yeah. so that you're not tied to a time that you have to leave. And also just quickly, one more yeah. thing with the Golden Tours bus that we did book. Yeah. Um, we were on an afternoon slot and the return bus was sort of, I can't remember, three, four hours after we arrived. Yeah. Um, we asked the bus driver if we could catch the next bus back if we were really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, there was only one bus left after that, so it would have been the last bus if we'd waited. And he said that if there's space, you can easily catch the next bus. It's not a problem. Um, obviously, we didn't end up doing that because it was the last bus of the night and we didn't want yeah, to yeah, didn't have choice. Yeah. Um, We kind of didn't want to risk it. But yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. extend it a little bit if you need to, if you wanted to kind of spend a little bit more time there, even if you're on the tour. Okay, so that's, that's brilliant. So I guess that kind of wraps up our chat about Harry Potter Studios and um, the, all the, everything we've talked about will be in the show notes for this episode. Um, which will be at uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 46. Um, so everything we talked about, links to the different tours, photos that we took um, during our time visiting Harry Potter Studios. Um, you can find all the information there. 
Um, so yeah, so do go in and check it out and also listen to Karen's early episode 37 about her trip around the UK last October, her six-week trip, because it was a lot of fun. It was. Um, but I think for this week, I think, Karen, thanks very much for joining us. It has been lovely to talk to you as always. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, and um, so that just leaves me to say a usual sign-off, which is happy UK travel planning. Thank you.